Hey, it's Coco and Carly, and we are the hosts of Soul Rehab. Each week, we'll inspire you to get back on Blueprint through our experiences and journey living through a higher vibration and consciousness. Because ultimately, we are spiritual beings having human experiences. This is your holiday vibrational experience. Feel really festive after that song. Jingle jangle. <laughs> Scott's jingle jangle. Yes, we have you know what? Let's take a second and just acknowledge Scott because he has done all of our intros. All the our, meditation music throughout the whole year. So we call him Timbaland over here because he's our producer. So yes. we are grateful for you, Scott. All pure talent, just oozing out. Oozing. But seriously, though, when the music plays a big part in our meditations no, it does. to really get us in, and all seriousness, we, and it does. we have learned as we have gone throughout the year because you know we just were taking action when we got the nudge. I got the nudge like at the dog park in December of 2019. <laughs> so here we are, almost coming up to a year yeah. of just taking action. So today's episode, I feel, is such an important one. I feel like it's so relatable, and I feel like it's something that is not talked about. And this episode is all about how to be a conscious human being while you're intaking, playing, and consuming social media. This is a big one because I feel like, well, I don't feel like this is our life. Social media is life these days. If you, you know, it's so interesting if you actually take the time now to sit back and watch commercials on TV. Nobody does that because we all just PVR. We all fast forward. So where do all the ads go now? Or social media, you pull your phone out during a commercial. And you're, yeah. And you're yeah. multitasking while mm-hmm. you're like watching TV. So social media is a big part of daily life for businesses and individual people, just everything. And it's evolving and it has evolved And there's a lot behind the scenes that come with social media energetically and consciously that truly nobody's talking about. So we're going to lay it all out there for you guys and really help you understand what social media has to do with energy. And the first thing I want to start off with is if your social media is aligned, Mm. meaning are you the same person on social media as you are in person? Yeah, and one of my favorite things people have said to me in the past is, oh, you look exactly like your photos on social media, or your tone is exactly like it is on social media. It wasn't always that way, Yes, but I'm super proud to say that now it is, and that's a huge compliment, especially in today's day and age. Yeah, because, okay, let's let's all pull ourselves back to around 2007, okay? 2007 is when I remember I joined Facebook. Okay. It's, it's when I joined Facebook too. I didn't even have texting yet because that was the year I graduated high school. Oh my God. I think I joined Facebook <laughs> in like 2012. He did. He joined later on. Much, but much later. Let's on. go back to whatever year you might have joined social media. And for the large portion of us, we were early adopters. We got on the bandwagon. Mine was in 2007. And, you know, there was no anything about anything with social media. It was like, oh my goodness, like, let's just join this thing called Facebook. That's what I heard. And you could go and post pictures. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. But if you look back to 2007 to now 2020, it has evolved to a lot more than just posting pictures. Well, if you really want to go back, do you remember Nexopia or like the MSN chat? MySpace. MySpace. Those Mm -hmm. were like the beginning of social media. Mm -hmm. 
And so in 2007, when we all joined or whatever year it was, ask yourself, why did you join? You joined to get on the bandwagon and to share photos, Mm -hmm. right? And then it started like the whole status thing. And nobody really has stopped from then to now to be like, why and what am I doing and what is all of this? Mm -hmm. And I have a huge... um, contrast life with social media and built all my companies like that is the reason why my companies were successful was because of social media and it's shocking to me quote unquote now Mm -hmm. to look back and see how unconscious I was with social media because what did I say well this is business I have to do it there I have no choice you had to engage it was social media was number one in my life and then everybody else fell below that Mm -hmm. and that's the reality for a lot of you period with business, with everything, you even your get personal, your personal life, social media rules your life. It rules your life from who's following you, who's not following you, who's liked, who's not liking, what attention you're getting, what not attention. It fuels your whole life. And if you've now built businesses or a whole platform or a whole um, image with social media, everything you do now revolves around got to take that picture to post. Mm-hmm. I got to do this. And we're running around all of us until we're not not even conscious to the energy that this is doing and that you're consuming yeah 100 percent. so i wanted to really talk about this whole journey of if you're not aligned in the person and on social media what does that even mean Mm -hmm. so carly's going to give an example about her and her journey with social media and how there was a huge contrast for her and how there was that divide and then we'll also break down into the whole shadow self on social media Mm -hmm. that no one talks about and we need to and then we're going to break it apart for you guys because this is huge 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 yeah. And so I, first of all, before you start, Carly, I want to talk about how social media is energy. And we don't realize that because you are consuming all of these accounts and all of these things and it is energy. You're taking it in and it's triggering you and it is impacting you. So when that happens, you create a whole different persona online to be viewed and seen the way that perhaps you're not in real life. Correct. Well, often if you're unconscious is not how you are in real life. Yeah. You're showing that highlight reel. And that's something we all need to realize is that majority of people are unconscious. So what you are seeing, what you are consuming from other people is strictly their unconscious behavior and showcasing to you who they want to be, not necessarily who they are. Take that in. Who they want to be, not necessarily who they are. And honestly, when you're unconscious, I wouldn't even say not necessarily. No, it's just, it, it just is. It is what it is. It is what it yes, is. Yes, people are showing you the best parts of their day. Yes. And when we say shadow self, this is what we mean. So shadow self means that that version of you that you are not in your day-to-day life But when you go online, you can almost paint a picture. You can become whoever you want to be. And everything that you're not, you then basically vomit out online. Mm -hmm. So um, we'll give you various examples of that, but we want to talk about it. So I'm going to leave this to Carly to talk about her contrast because me and Scott used to like laugh last summer about Carly's blogger voice and how disconnect she was from the person she is in her day to day to who she was 
online. Yeah. So like just case in point, like my shadow self was my whole influencer life. So I know we've talked about it before, but like up until the last probably year and a half, like that was my, one of my full-time jobs was being an influencer online. And it wasn't that I was on there being this great and like influencer that was so original. I was following the masses. I was doing what every Mm -hmm. other blogger, every other Instagram influencer was doing. And if I didn't do that, I instantly felt this like feel like this FOMO basically, Mm -hmm. because if I did anything different, God forbid I lost a like or a follower, like my world would be ending. And so linking back to shadow self, basically the whole influencer persona of me was that like perfect facade of this person. So I looked completely different. I had platinum blonde hair that obviously wasn't real. I had hair extensions. I had eyelash extensions. I had my nails done. I had a fake tan. You name it, I had it to keep up this shadow self persona of who I was physically to then hopefully people would think that that's who I was inherently inside as well. Yeah, and let's not forget that Carly has a self-worth wound. So when she showed up as that person on social media, you did not want to think that she had a self-worth wound. You know, she was trying to keep up with the Joneses when she first started coming to me in 2018 all of her triggers came from social media all of them. it all came from like so-and-so is copying me or so-and-so is doing something that I'm not or so-and-so is judging me or honestly she would even send me you know forward me pictures of somebody else because she would be judging them because she felt less than so it was that whole like self-worth that would make well and right? a lot of people do that I feel like, like if, if you find yourself forwarding photos exactly. to girlfriends or friends and you guys sit call there, yourself out on it yeah and pick it apart ask yourself why it's because Mm -hmm. you actually wish you had that and you are trying to diminish the value of that so then you don't want it literally that's what it is exactly you're saying like oh that actually doesn't look really good on her uh and i wouldn't you know i probably wouldn't want that anyway because look how bad it looks on her when deep down inside you're like frick i just want that shirt so bad exactly so really notice that that's a first good thing to notice because we all have our wounds so if you're talking in dms about people if you're forwarding content of people you got to stop yourself that's the work that's why are you partners talking? Partners in pain. Yeah, you guys. partners in pain. And why are you talking about them in their DMs? If you're not sharing stuff to like this is great content or like I love this, read to celebrate this, it. To celebrate it. If you're if you're constantly on social media to talk about people and to gossip, you need to wake up. Well, that's the first sign of being unconscious. Yes. Is when you are now looking at others and they are names in your mouth. Yes, 100%. Basically. So that was the whole kind of like physical aspect of it. And then being an influencer, I would work with many brands and I'd often have to do Instagram stories. So this is like one of our favorite stories to tell because another way that my shadow self would present itself is as this very confident person, which I'm not saying I'm not confident, but in those moments I was overcompensating for the feeling and lack of self-worth in like my presentation. So if you followed me before, you would come on my Instagram stories and one, Scott, what was your favorite thing that I would always do? Her eyebrows. My eyebrows. The eyebrow dance. So I had this whole like way that I would emote using my face and the tone of my voice would change. So it would sound something like this. Hey guys, so it's Carly. Obviously you're following me, so it's me. Uh, I got this really, really great package in the mail from XYZ brand, and I'm going to show you what's in it because I know you're all so excited. And I've been getting so many DMs about this, so I just thought I'd come on here and just share it with you guys. And if you really like it, by the end, I'll share a discount code with you. I feel like when this episode goes out, we need to do the blogger voice video and non-video because her eyebrows okay, is yep. very noticeable. So right, Scott? It's a, it's a physical <laughs> thing. So yeah. like, listen to my tone 
tone of voice mm-hmm. now. This is me. This is how I talk on the podcast. If you listen to the podcast, you know what I sound like. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. There is a clear, distinct difference in how I'm talking. And Scott, do I look different now when I talk? Do my eyebrows go all crazy when I'm talking normal? Well, you have brown hair now. Yeah, okay, well, that too. <laughs> Your but, eyebrows are on point, though. Like, thank wow, you so much. I know I got out. a brow lamination yeah. now. So, um, but yeah, so it, there is a difference. What we're trying to say is, you know, fe- you could feel the difference too. Like, you could feel the difference in my voice f- five seconds ago when I was speaking that way versus how I'm speaking now. That is like the authenticity piece that people feel, even though you may be trying to like cover that up with how you're speaking. Well, and honestly, like if you follow social media accounts, you know, it's all wash, rinse, repeat. It's all the same. Nobody's original. And why is nobody not original? Because they're so fucking scared of like what Carly said, stepping out and being judged and stepping out of the norm of how everything else is delivered. And there's become this whole like following sheep, following unconscious thing is I'm going to do what the next person is doing Mm -hmm. because your wounds are out all over the place so like a good example of of that right now since it's the holiday season is every single blogger or someone that wants to be seen has a freaking gift guide you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like buy this stuff buy it because i endorse it but like who freaking cares like you just because so-and-so is doing a gift guide doesn't mean that you should then be doing gift guide or like in a personal sense just because so-and-so is posting that they had a great cup of coffee on monday doesn't mean that by you not posting you had a good cup of coffee on monday it didn't happen well and also this is what a lot of people don't talk about either is the unconsciousness of this whole selling world is carly would just be given free stuff and told to sell it and she would do it and carly and in our world in when i had my fashion company she actually managed that for me for a bit and she was like shook because there was people who would follow me the day of that they would talk about the sweater how much they love it and we never heard from them again so so again that's being a conscious consumer exactly conscious consumer a hundred percent because what's going on out there right now is everybody's just trying to make a buck they're all in that 3d energy of lack hustle competition Mm -hmm. greed that is the overarching energy on social media right now take that in Mm -hmm. lack Not enough for me. I got to fight. I got to do all these things. Competition is next level. On and the comparison, the comparison, the and so and so had a hat on their wall, so they're copying me, <laughs> yeah. and you know it was next level, and I walked through it to the ump degree, and I was doing content that nobody was doing back in the day, especially when I was in the prairies. Mm-hmm. So then people started to follow me, and people would cut and paste like my exact words, and then put their words into it, and it just was like a whole cesspool of energy that I wasn't even aware. I was snoring. I had no idea. But I now, just thought social media was, you just did it. Right. But now look at that, what you just said, because you would do something different. Yes. People took notice and they then wanted to copy you. Yes. So what do you get from that? Be yourself, be authentic, be different. And if you truly want to be seen, that's how you're going to be seen is by being different. And the big thing that we need to talk about is how do you get authentic online to who you truly are? Mm -hmm. So Scott was kind of going through this earlier this year as well, because he mentors and he's, you know, uncovering his higher self with his breathing techniques and all this stuff. And me and Carly are also like very visual and understand branding and it's a passion of ours, but we do it from a different intent now, Mm -hmm. right? Where we were trying to get Scott to like kind of find his voice online and he designed two different accounts and tell the people why you did that. Um, essentially why I designed the two different accounts and I have two different accounts that I kind of follow it or, or sorry, it's not follow. I have two different accounts that I use is because the one account is the human experience. 
That's where I kind of post all my fun stuff, the things that I find humorous that's maybe not necessarily professional in the most sort of way. And the other account is kind of where is more specific where... It's your light. If it's my light and I try to come off a little bit more more polished. But to really get... Both of them are me and how I, and how I see the world. Mm-hmm. But one just allows me to have like... I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. Allows me to have... Okay, so the reason why Scott has two different accounts is because the, he does not want to have the two mixed right now. He wants to be able to have his human just be his silly picture of like a coffee up really, really close. And or a really flattering picture of Carly. Yes, Not. exactly. Where he <laughs> finds the humor and it's his joy and it's just coming from that humanness. And then he has his spiritual, his light, that is all of his downloads. And he has that in a whole separate place where that is authentically him. So both accounts are authentically him, but he just didn't want to mix the two because they are so... They're radically different well, in also, the sense of the, how they present themselves. There's also what you need to be aware of is there's, <laughs> you're going to be perceived a certain way online when you look a certain way or yes. post a certain way. So what we always talk about too, and, and I think this is another reason, and correct me if I'm wrong, Scott, why you did that is because, for example, your light account, it, that is, you know, your mentoring account. That's where people that want to work with you are going to go. And you shouldn't be airing your freaking dirty laundry on there to be relatable. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's well, a I difference in a time and a place. For I don't things. usually air dirty laundry on social media anyways, but it's just more of like things I find funny. Like I think I have one picture on there. It's coming to my head. I'm doing a handstand push up and I fail and I land right on my head and roll over. To me, that's funny. Right. So that's yeah. kind of, but that doesn't necessarily bode well with more of a professional looking Instagram. Well, account. yeah, but I think what I'm just trying to get yeah. at is like, there's a lot of times what will happen, especially when you start on the spiritual journey is that you're going to get to a point where you want to share with people. Yes. But you, there needs to be a time and a place once you've had time to reflect on your journey to then share. So for example, like Coco even has two accounts. So she has an account that will partner her book when it comes out. And then she has her consciously Coco account. The one that partners the book is not out and not public yet because it hasn't had its full circle moment yet. And I think that's what Uh, I was trying to get at with you, Scott. You have your two accounts because you have your mentoring account, which is great. But then your other account is kind of the journey that you've taken to get to that mentoring account oh, and yes, okay. you're no, still on okay. that journey. So it hasn't had its full circle moment that it would make sense for people to, to integrate, to integrate and mm-hmm. to be a part of at this point. And a time. lot of people don't want to do that. So someone like Carly radically did the shifts with the current account that she has. So she, you know, got her, her asshole torn last year from the guides, like straight out where it was like, you're faking it until mm-hmm. you make it. Like you are doing all this work. You're moving into alignment of your higher self. But then when you go on social media, you're still selling. You're still talking with the blogger voice. You're still writing those stupid descriptions. Well, and let's get real. I felt it. Yes. I knew it. It was exhausting. The amount of back and forth that would go on in my mind before I'd press post. The amount of like time I would take just to like pick a photo to post. Like that is exhausting and mm-hmm. so unnecessary. And that's how you know when you're out of alignment. Yes. So they gave her a huge talking to. And then the first thing that she had said to me and Scott was, okay, yeah, I get it. I'm going to do it. But then what triggered her was, oh my God, my analytics, I'm not going to be able to get work or I'm not going to be able to do this. And then one of the big pivot points for her last fall was the guides had told her to use 
the um, Instagram to post a diva cup, which was mm-hmm. radical in the shift in content for her. And she was like shaking in her boots because her first thing was her ego was like, oh my God, like, how am I going to provide for myself? I'm going to start talking about a diva cup <laughs> and all the stories because now she was going to start posting content that was completely different than anything she had done before. And it was going to trigger her self-worth. Mm-hmm. So the guides had said to her, when you post this Diva Cup post, it is going to change everything. So of Car- course, our Carly's ego right away was like, oh my God, <laughs> likes, follows. It's going to have all the success rate. All the followers. I'm gonna, let him come in. I'm oh, going to yeah. get all the big accounts, like all the things. And when she posted that day, I texted her and she was like, mm, nothing, nothing special, no big deal. But what that did was it really catapulted her to where she is now. It really catapulted her so that she could then create who she is now because she Mm -hmm. had to get out of her own way and start pivoting that train to another thing and face those wounds to now the Carly that you see online is 100% straight across the board integrated. She doesn't Mm -hmm. need to have two accounts because there is no shadow self showing. There is no nothing. And that took brutal steadfast work in the last year Mm -hmm. to get into a point where she made her account private. Well, I just let it all go. So at one point I had 30,000 followers on Instagram and now I'm sitting at around 14 and it still doesn't matter because what happened is I was looking at my account and I was like, what is this even for? What we said at the beginning of this podcast, like, why am I even on here? And so when I started looking at how many people I was following, how many people were following me and I literally did a clean out. I unfollowed all these people. I removed followers. So I'm sitting at 14,000 now because I removed like six or 7,000 individual accounts from following me and then made myself private because it's just, I need to be so conscious as to one, what I'm consuming, but also what I'm putting out there. Who do I want to have access to me and to my light? That's another thing you have to ask yourself. Like, why are you putting stuff out there? Is it to be seen? And if so, who's seeing it? That's huge. Yeah. And one of the biggest things that you need to ask yourself right now with social media is, is number one, like who, why are you doing it? What is your intent? Like, Mm -hmm. what is your intent to post? And that takes some big time looking at yourself. Like every single post, like this morning, there was a post of Scott standing in front of our bedroom window looking out at the L and it was such a beautiful picture and I loved it. And then I said to him, this should go on your Instagram account because it's him and it's, it's amazing. And as I was like posting it on his account for him on the way to drop off our daughter, I had said to myself, like, why am I posting this? Am I posting this? So people are like, Oh my God, you have an amazing view of your house. Or am I posting this because I sincerely think that that shadow picture with the light coming up of Scott is beautiful. And it was the latter, right? Like I want to scroll back on his account someday and look back and be like, oh God, remember that November day when you stood there? So you have... She thinks I'm pretty. Yeah. (laughs) So you have to ask yourselves these questions because so many of us are unconscious as to why we do the things that we do. So using me as an example, my previous personal account had... It was, you know, me as the girl boss, Mm -hmm. me as the hustle, me as the competition. And my shadow self... Even though I really can pride myself on always kind of being raw and real to who I always um, am authentically, even in my contrast life, my shadow 
self was big. And that was like me wanting to empower women because I'm that woman that had, you know, the boobs and the butt and the curves. So on that account, every single time when I would post, you know, myself in a swimsuit or want to talk about empowering the woman and feel good in themselves, I would analyze that photo for a good like 20 minutes before I posted it. I would do the whole write up. And then after I posted it, ask Scott how that went down. Just super annoying. Yeah, because I would do what, Scott? Talk about it all day. <laughs> yes. And I would analyze over and over. Like, I And didn't... what if you like hardly got any likes on that like, photo? What would I do, Scott? Want to delete it? Or delete it. Yeah. Truly. Archive. So, so literally, if it wasn't had a certain amount of likes within like an hour, I'd be like, oh my God, I shouldn't have posted It wasn't that. good. And I was so unconscious, you guys. I had no idea I had a self-worth wound, but I felt like everybody was talking about me. I thought everybody was judging me. And here I am trying to empower women, but then behind the scenes, I'm a spin. You're the one that needed to be empowered. Exactly. Well, that's, that's, what, that's what the shadow is. That's what she's really posting for is because if I post this, I'm trying to empower myself because I don't feel it. I'm trying to fake it until I make it. Yeah, and then what would we do? We would wait for the comments to come in, to read the comments where it's like, oh, Coco, you look so good. Love you. You're so inspiring. All these things. That went on my entire life. Or when I moved to my house, it was like, oh, I did the story of my beautiful lake view. Why? Because I wanted people to see that I quote unquote made it. I wanted people to feel that I was worthy because I had no idea at the time what my wounds were. So everything was that external validation. Everything was feeling my whole. Okay. And then it was like, the next thing was the girl boss constantly mm -hmm. wanting to empower women or talk about the underbelly of the internet, which is the hate, the bullying, the review sites. But I would have one toe in and one toe out, not to get too extreme because if I did, then I might lose business. I might lose sales. So unconscious to the whole entire thing. Ask yourself, how many times have you been typing out a caption or a picture and you've stopped because your wounds are pinging and you're so scared? It's because you're doing it from the wrong intent. Because I'll tell you, when you're healed and you're conscious, you don't even think about any of that. Mm -mm. Like now with my account now... I, when I first started it last year, that was brutal work for me, you guys, from blowing up my entire life to then coming back onto social media. I was so scared. The very first time that I posted, I felt like I was going to puke. The very first time that I did do stories, I did puke. Why? Because I was so worried about what everybody else was going to say or talk about me because I had that self-worth wound. And because I also had human like trauma coming from a hate group and people really saying the ump degree things about me, I was so scared. But we mentor now on the fact that when you're blowing your life up, meaning or turning your life around from ego to soul, you can use social media to heal. Mm -hmm. When you're conscious of it, like we are, and what we mentor people on, you can then use that to heal and reverse your wounds. So with me, I promised myself every single post is going to come from that download to give information. Even when I'm rocking and I want to delete it, no. Mm -hmm. You're going to post. You're not going to care about followers. You're not going to care about unfollows. And now here I am, like what, a year and almost a half later, and none of it matters. Like I don't even pay attention. I'm horrible mm -hmm. at comments and all that. But when you're unconscious, all you care about is follows, unfollows, 
likes, well, not yeah, likes. And like, are, if you're posting just for those things, that's like a big red alert that you're unconsciously posting. Like, let's get real. That's the first thing. If you're posting that for a specific person to see it, if you're posting it to get the comments, if you're posting it to get the likes, to get that whole filler, that is unconscious. Yeah. And let's repeat that again, Carly. Why are you posting? Because it fills your fucking hole. Yeah. We are addicted to social media. Everybody has some level of addiction to social media. Mm -hmm. Like if you don't, you've done some profound work truly Mm -hmm. because we are so addicted to what people think about us or what they don't think about us. And we're just, we're so addicted to the drama. Sorry if you can hear Ren in the background. (laughs) He just got home from a walk and he's drinking and we're just real here over here. (laughs) So we're all addicted to that. So it's like, we always say if if you don't unfollow if you're scared to unfollow somebody, why are you scared to unfollow them? Because you're scared of the reaction that they're going to have. Mm -hmm. Think about that. Mm -hmm. And you're scared of what they're going to say about you or what it's going to cause. But I had said before we got on, like if I had unfollowed Carly like three months ago, do you think I'm still caring? I don't think you'd remember. No. But we make, as humans, we make everything such a big deal and think that it's going to have such a lasting effect. Why? Because we're addicted to the drama. We're well, addicted to the story. We also think that we're the center of everyone's universe. I'm sorry. I don't care if you unfollow me. If I don't, if I don't add value to your life, unfollow me. Please we do. Pr- we promote that. Please unfollow. Do. And one of the other things that I really want to talk about... Don't unfollow me. I don't have that many followers. Yeah. <laughs> he will notice. He will notice. And he'll feel rejected with his rejection. Yes. Room, so don't do it. <laughs> one of the other things that I really want to call to light is none of this matters. No. Social media is such an illusion. And I can speak to that because I had the social media success. I had it in the early days in 2009 is how I started and nobody had a Facebook business page. Like literally, I know that's hard to believe. And Instagram wasn't a thing. I was a pioneer in social media, building an online business in Canada with that. And it was brutal. And at the end of it, it was the reason why I quit everything because it was so intense and I didn't understand the energy of it. I had no boundaries of it. And like, we always tell all the different stories about it. Like I would get up at two in the morning and read to see if there was comments and messages. Mm -hmm. But like Scott said, I did that because I wasn't looking for the positive. I was addicted to the negative. Yeah. Period. Like I was so addicted to everything. I could have a thousand people say positive things, but if one bad thing came, it caused me to go into a tailspin and I would have talked about it for like a week straight. Uh, at least, at least a week straight. <laughs> All day, nonstop about somebody who didn't like a blanket scarf. It could have been longer, but I probably quit listening after the first day. <laughs> but this is real. Like, this is what is happening because my wounds are bleeding all out. I did not want people to hate me. I did not want people to not like what I had to offer. And as somebody who had that profound of a wound, I then attracted the most amazing gift to help me flip everything upside down, which was a hate group. And at the on t- social media, on social media, <laughs> which was one of the most brutal experiences that a human being could go through to have that level of hate. You can see why celebrities don't Google their name or don't read about themselves because there becomes this mob mentality that takes place online. And nobody talks about this. Why? Because this is why hurt people hurt 
people and they will sit online to spew out all their wounds because where else do you do it these days? Well, because God forbid they do it in person because that's just embarrassing. Well, really, (laughs) when we were growing up, you had to, you had to do it in person. Yeah. Where would you have done your spewed your hurtness out when we were young? Well, I would just walk down to like the 7-Eleven and just be like, just doing laundry and then go home. (laughs) (laughs) No one else did that? I don't get it. I don't get it either. (laughs) All the the old Facebook posts would be like, just doing laundry. Oh, okay. Wow, make me feel old. Wow. Well, well, yeah, to give some context there. So you go down to 7-Eleven and then post on Facebook and be like, I'm just just go down to 7-Eleven and just tell people, I'm just doing laundry and then walk home. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because obviously the people at 7-Eleven needed to know I was doing the laundry. It's a metaphor for social media. (laughs) Yes, we're getting it now. Click, 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 click. click. Exactly. It's true though. You would be at the grocery store or something and that's where you would air your laundry or you would chat on the street or go to your hairdresser or get your nails done or literally talk to Susie in the dollar store. Or the phone would ring and partners in pain. Let's talk about it together. Exactly. My mom had like a 50 foot like phone cord growing up. That's how I would find my mom in our house because I wouldn't know where she is so I would just follow the phone cord all around the kitchen into the living room. Yes. So all of this has existed for generations but now social media has given this unconscious soundboard Mm -hmm. for all these hurt people to hurt people and nobody has been conscious to all of this they think they're justified they think that they can be each other's partners in pain but they forget that there's humans on the other side of the computer screen Mm -hmm. right so in my experience I attracted all this I own that that was an amazing experience for me now but when I was going through it it was fucking awful times a thousand the breakdowns the breakthroughs the nervous breakdowns the suicide attempts that everything that came out of that was so insane because you can not imagine what it feels like to have your core wound pinged in that way to have the absolute worst fears and people rip you apart not just your company Mm because let's you know you want to rip apart a hoodie or an online order that never made it or you didn't get a refund and you want to call me a scammer great but when you start call calling me out personally and you start messaging people who know me personally like people who have written articles about me or Carly because she modeled for me or you message my daughter and you say how does it feel to have scammer parents you should go fucking kill yourself that is when it goes to another level well and then on like a personal note too that happens a lot with like and I don't mean to stereotype, but with us women, when there's breakups, it's like you get your girlfriends in on it. And then the new girl that your ex is with, now you guys gang up on social media against her. Maybe not stalk to her, her face, or but, stalk in, her. but in those DMs, in your little group DM, you're stalking her. You're looking at her. You're saying mean things about her. It's women, and it's, I'm going to call it as it is. Women are awful with it. Yeah. They are. It's a, it's a gang mob mentality. Mm-hmm. And it's horrible. Like, it, like, use me as an example. You didn't get your online order. So I go and tell Carly, oh, well, I'm going to go post I'm going to go on to that group Mm -hmm. or you go on to a group like that and you watch all the hate go on you don't comment but you're addicted to the drama and you're sharing and you're telling people but also if you comment they're going to jump on you so it's like self-preservation now 
Well, also, yeah, like all the things you have to be conscious of what you're arguing about online, why you're arguing on it, well, why are you that's getting just involved? It. Why are you even getting involved? But when you're not solid in you and you have all these wounds, you're gonna be the one that's fighting. You're gonna be the one that's gonna go and dump and hurt people to make yourself feel better. Well, here's the thing: as soon as you take a side in any disagreement or any issue, you become part of the problem. 100%. Regardless if you're on the, in quotations, right side or not, you become part of the problem. So and take that in. Take that in. And that is also really important, Carly, because even if you are on, you know, say my old hate group, or you're following something with politics, or you're following something with the virus, that is still being part of the problem. Mm -hmm. The fact that you're not commenting, but you're sitting there and viewing all that. So using me as an example, because it's, it's the most in my face right now, as I'm talking is there was those women, 500 of them that sat in that group and a lot of them didn't comment. They were part of the problem. Mm -hmm. And if the tables were turned and their wounds were coming all out, they would be the first to be like this. They would be all over the place on the floor because we're so unconscious and we all join that mentality to, to watch the train wreck on the side of the road. And Think about it. You love when you're unconscious to see other people fail because that means that you're okay where you're at then. Truly. When you're unhealed and you don't know your wounds, if Carly is failing, oh my God, yes. Or Carly's marriage broke broke up we love watching that because it's wounds seeking wounds yeah and i think it's important to note too that just because you have access to a platform mm -hmm. does not make you entitled to to use the platform even for that reason well it goes back to the saying that me and scott used to always say just because you can have children doesn't mean you, you should. should yeah just because you have access to social media doesn't mean that you need to go and put all your unhealed stuff out there no notice the people that you follow you guys the ones who are constantly posting about their marriages and their relationships or their this or even if you have done that, we always say the sign of a good relationship is not any at all. So I don't mean to call people out, but let's talk about the really obvious one here. Rachel Hollis. Yes. She built her life on this relationship, how great her marriage is, and look at what happened. Mm -hmm. So that in itself is case in point in shadow, posting, oh, we're having like the best sex life. Oh my God, we just got back from this trip. But I can guarantee you, five minutes before that photo was taken, they were fighting. Yes. Exactly. And so we want you all to understand that there is a level of consciousness that is take that needs to take place within you and your social media accounts. Mm -hmm. And you really need to be conscious of number one, who you're following. Yeah. And you need to do a clean sweep of that. You need to be radical of that because you're taking in all that energy. Well, Scott, you said what I, I really like what you said. You said if you're scrolling and there's, you're not getting any value from what you're seeing. You unfollow regardless yeah, of who so it is. Yeah, so what have you been doing with all of that? Well, essentially, if I follow someone, I just I do this, that. Like, I'll, I'll find a new account. I'll click on it, scroll through. I'm like, okay, I kind of like some things that they've got. I'll hit follow. And then when I go through my feed over the next couple of days or couple of weeks, and if I find myself just skipping their posts, mm -hmm. I just unfollow. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, they're not what I want is for information anymore or, mm -hmm. or they don't provide any value to my life. I just don't follow them. And it keeps my feed short, which means if my feed is short, which means I'm not spending all day 
scrolling. Mm-hmm. I'm not being lost in that social media like rabbit hole. Rabbit hole where it's like, okay, crap. Like I was supposed to leave 20 minutes ago, and it's been 45 minutes because <laughs> I just can't stop watching TikTok or yeah. you know scrolling through Instagram. And now I got into a I got into an argument with some guy over the color blue. It's like no doesn't doesn't exist because i see like 12 posts a day and and that's a very valid point like when you're arguing or you're getting involved with people online like who are these people like i can speak strongly to that because i live this whole illusion so you guys i would have hundreds and hundreds of dms every single day i probably had seven accounts across all of my brands and it was like non-stop all the time all day long like it was just all consuming for me and then when i blew up my life it was crazy to me how all of that just disappeared. Mm-hmm. When I disappeared, everything disappeared. Nobody, even though my accounts were still up, there's nobody in the DMs anymore because here's also the illusion online. Everybody wants to get into the limo when it's cruising down the freeway. When that illusion is up and they're like, oh my God, I want to know Coco. She has millions of dollar business or whatever the fucking label is. You know, oh, you know, they think I'm this big, like bougie. You're you're a reality TV star. Bougie, (laughs) you know, you got the, the money, the millions or whatever like I hate even saying that but I say million dollar companies because that's what it was and that gives that label that real energy behind it so you guys can understand and that's why I say it so often so you can understand the the contrast so everybody would see that illusion and oh you're such a girl boss all you're this and they want it in the limo so they're in the dms and I had so many people who would have called me like their friend Mm -hmm. and I had never even met them Mm -hmm. but yet they were always in my dms and I had no boundaries and I talked to them. Mm-hmm. But then when I no longer had anything to offer them, where are they? Well, the limos just get maintenance done right now. 100%. And they don't want nothing to do but with But what if that showed me? The illusion. More than anything. And you don't realize that until you're out of it. Mm-hmm. You don't. So when you're on your social media, you think this is like everything and I have these great connections and I have all these people. But if it's all just wounded people and unconscious people, it is that. It's the it's the illusion. Mm-hmm. So one of the um, things that I want to talk about is kind of like just this overarching energy that we just talked about that nobody talks about, about how we're asleep at the wheel when it comes to social media until you start doing the work and using it either as that platform like Scott's doing to have the separate accounts to then integrate or doing what I did in the early days to help heal my wounds or you're doing what Carly did where she used that one solid account that came from the old life and radically shifted so that it integrated. Mm -hmm. So... You can use that in three things, but you guys need to be conscious. You need to wake up to your social media. You need to understand who you're following, why you're following. That's number one. Mm -hmm. You need to clean house with it. And like Scott had suggested too, um, to us the other day was if you can't unfollow right away, hide people. Yeah. Right. You can mute them. You can hide them, but then also don't use that as the crutch. Go back to that in a month or two when you're ready and unfollow them because we get into that crutch of like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm just going to hide them and be unconscious to why Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm hiding them because let's be honest, those people are triggering you. Mm -hmm. You don't want to follow them. So you hide them or on the contrast, I'm hiding them because this is, I've experienced this as well because you feel triggered because I'm watching your stories or I'm seeing your stuff. That's a layer you need to look at. Yeah. 
The next thing you also need to notice about social media and be conscious about is that little label of lines underneath your name. Everybody gets so wrapped up in that. Who am I? How do I do this? Lots of people are selling with that label. They will change it a million different times. Why are you doing that? Ask yourself, why does the little words underneath your name, if you have it, matter so much? Because it's the illusion. If you are solid in your energy, you don't, none of that matters. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, you come onto Coco's Instagram and it says living portal. 99% of people are like, what is a living portal? Mm -hmm. Period. But the energy of me starts to be felt, especially if you've come and met me physically in person. Mm -hmm. You understand that energy. Number three is notice those notifications, people. The notifications are a game changer. Why are they a game changer? That was one of the biggest things for me from going unconscious to conscious on social media. Was removing them. Was removing them. Is, again, I had no thought pattern to any of this. I just thought, oh my God, this is life. I have to have all the apps. I have to have it all on. People can message me at any time. Because you can't live. You're not conscious if those notifications are constantly interrupting you when you're out in your life. So Scott and I could be out for a bike ride. Ding! All of a sudden I get a DM from Carly saying something to me, or if you have a business trying to, you know, ask about something and you stop now, now all of a sudden you are no longer present in what you're interacting with in life in that moment. And if it's a negative message, the energy that instantly hits you is immense. In those moments. That ting. You'll get, your wound will ting immediately. Uh, Scott, live that with me to the ump degree. We would be out and I'd be crying. My energy would switch. After pop-ups, there'd be times I remember driving home from Edmonton just bawling my eyes out because social media, they were blasting me about something. Yeah. So that is another thing that I really suggest is the notifications to become really conscious. And the last thing, um, what was the last thing that we had about social media? Don't fight in the comments. Don't fight in the comments. (laughs) Ask yourself why you're fighting. Why are you engaging the way that you're engaging? Really, really notice that. The other thing, the next tip that we have is your intent of why you're posting. Like, can you actually stop yourself and ask yourself why you're posting things and what the intent is behind it? Are you, like Scott said, waiting to get that hit? of those comments to then empower and make yourself feel better? Are you looking to be seen? Are you looking to gain something from this post? Like what is your whole reason behind why you're doing it? And as you move from 3D to 5D energy, meaning when you move from ego to soul, everything flips. So it's a whole different state of being because you don't even want to sell. You don't sell. It all comes from this like energy and this natural state of being that I know a lot of you guys are struggling with. But social media is consuming you when you're unconscious. When you're conscious to it, you can then make the choice. So if your notifications are off, you're consciously making the choice to open up that app. Yeah, and I mean, we've spent this whole episode talking about kind of the dark side of social media, but there is a lot of good too. When you become conscious to it, the intention and the use of it becomes so different and it's so freeing. Like now I don't question anything that I post and everything that I post, I don't even go back to like check to be like, Ooh, did like, was that okay? Mm -hmm. Should I have done that? I just do it. And it makes me feel so good. And everything on there now is purely me. Like I will not 
post any, I don't have a schedule like I used to. I don't post every day. It's when I get the nudge and Mm -hmm. it's coming from an authentic place within me. And it's also like, like we said before, if you're going through this journey right now and you are healing, it is a great place to like face those wounds, but like you need to be coming from it, from that specific intention. Yeah. And it, and it is a real game changer when you do become free with social media. Mm -hmm. I concur with Carly Mm -hmm. hugely on that because one of the biggest overcome, like the biggest thing that I overcome too was last fall when the people who were stalking me and hating me and waiting for me to see what I was doing, um, found me. I all of a sudden, like everything changed for me because I was the freest person alive. The bandaid was because now my bandaid, I was like, okay, I transitioned from my contrast life to my soul life. And I sat in that space for like three months being like waiting for the foot to drop on Mm -hmm. me. Right. And be like, Oh my God, they're going to find me. They're going to talk about me again. My wounds were still pinging. But then once that happened, I became the most free person alive to now where you I'm sitting today. I'm exactly the same. And I would say Scott is too. We just don't even care. We don't even notice what we like. I don't, I don't care. I don't care who follows unfollows. Like today I was like, Oh my God, like I can't even imagine like doing an ad for, you know, like it's crazy because I I spent so much money before on ads. Anytime any one of you two posts, I like sometimes don't even like it because I just look at it. I'm like, oh yeah. And I keep going because it just is so you that Mm -hmm. it's not one of those things where I stop and I'm like, oh my God, what is this? And then I like it and then I get in the comments. Like I literally just like acknowledge it to myself and then keep going Yeah, because it just is so you that and I'm like well I'll see you in like 20 minutes so Mm -hmm. like why do I need to acknowledge you on here Mm -hmm. that's the the switch as well and it's crazy because when you're wounded and unconscious you're waiting for Scott to like you're waiting for Scott to comment or Scott to post to see what he's doing yeah exactly and if like Scott didn't acknowledge my post you're spinning you're like oh my god something must be wrong they're ignoring me I feel like Scott's sitting here being like what people live like this well, I think I've only liked about five pictures in my whole entire Instagram <laughs> journey Career. because if I'm following you, I obviously like what you post because yeah. if mm-hmm. I don't like what you post, I unfollow. Yeah. But generally, if there is a cute kid doing something dorky or funny or amusing, I will generally double tap because kids are just adorable. Yeah. Or send it to everybody that you know. Yes. What did I do now? Uh, yesterday when I got like a million text messages of that cute little girl and dad from TikTok. <laughs> oh yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. But I think we should celebrate the great content and the great things that are out there because, you know, I was very bitter and very upset about social media in 2019 because it really was, you know. Well, you can be creative and expressive on social media yeah if you're not concerned about the feedback yeah Yeah. good point yeah so i mean like if you start a new account and you have zero followers that's perfect because literally you post just whatever entertains and just brings a smile to your little heart and that's what you need to live with moving forward is like what makes me happy yeah Mm because if it brings me joy because it brings makes me happy and brings me joy Hopefully, maybe it'll make someone else happy. But if not, it's brought me joy. Mm -hmm. So when I go back through my Instagram feed, I can laugh. I can smile because those moments make me happy. 
And that's a good point because when Carly was transitioning from the whole influencer life to who you are now, one of her biggest things that she would say to me is like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I just want to post like my earring up close if I love it, <laughs> yeah. you know? Oh, I just want to post like that flower bouquet if I love it instead of feeling that she had to have this curated feed and all this. Whereas now like Carly and I specifically as well, like we're very focused on aesthetic it's just our state of being from the inside out so yeah everything does kind of look cohesive to us because that's just naturally who we are as a soul as an energy everything about us is that way so that doesn't change with us but now it's like just the intent you know and I really tried to do that previously in my life like I did share lots of my home and stuff but if I look back there was probably always that underlining self-worth wound that was like notice me notice it because I never inherently felt good enough so even though people would come to my home or did see all the work and beautiful stuff that I did create I inherently didn't feel good enough so my shadow self was always posting to have people validate that I was good enough yeah that's a good point because something when I started my like influencer journey if we want to call it that I didn't set out to become an influencer that wasn't my intention at all and I remember when I got Instagram why I got it is because I literally and I remember this so clear as day as I said to myself I was like wow this is so cool it's like an online scrapbook of my life Mm -hmm. and somewhere along the lines that got misconstrued because my self-worth wound started to be seen on there and wanted to be seen more. And so my intention behind posting changed from, wow, these are great memories in my life that I want to be able to look back on to, oh my God, what will Susie want to see? Or, oh my God, what's going to make me money? Oh my God, what looks good today with my feet? Let me just post a photo of a random hat that has no like emotional tie or reason but it looks good on my feed so I'm gonna post it yeah there's a difference and that was my intention when I started was the scrapbook and that got lost along the way so what I guess I'm trying to say is like don't beat yourself up if like you've kind of gone through this journey yeah, but and listen you're now, to what we're saying and use these saying. tips because this is people who've walked it and are living it and have had a radical shift with it like mm-hmm. radical okay like huge and you know on my account I don't follow anybody and I do that with purpose it's only people that I align with um within consciously coco and I do that also because I'm very easy for the ego to poke holes in. Yeah. You know, people want to poke holes in my work. They want to poke holes in me. And it's like, if I don't, fo- I don't want to follow you. I don't want to know anything about you. I want to be the clearest vessel that I can be. But one of my tricks that I do do is I look at the people who have watched my stories and then I can click and look at their stuff because I make that conscious effort then. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I see Bailey watch my stories today. What's she up to? And I can look at her artwork. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see... Um, Joe followed my stories today. I'm going to look and see, you know, this and this, Mm -hmm. and I make the conscious thing that has been a huge trick for me as well as I flipped over to soul. So I can control everything that I'm consuming and how I'm consuming. So that's also something that needs to be addressed as well. Like our obsession with looking at who watches our stories, sharing people, things, getting caught up in that drama. We're so addicted to the drama and the pain on social media and we were talking about that previously with our partners in pain but I really really need to highlight that that would be like my number six tip here is notice who you're sharing your posts to and why like why are you sharing that are you talking about people or are you talking about content places Mm -hmm. and things Mm -hmm. okay ask yourself that are you sharing posts to to run somebody down to make yourself feel better are you sharing posts to like diss 
or are you sharing it to share the information to to get more and to support the creator? What's going on behind the scenes? Mm -hmm. If we were to look into your DMs, would you be embarrassed or proud of the way you speak? Mm -hmm. Take that in. I think that's a good like wrap up. It is a good wrap up. It's almost like how people say like, the measure of your character is what you do when no one's looking. Exactly. So take this all in, and I feel that it's a huge episode for all of you because, let's be honest, we're New Earth, and New Earth has social media. So you can be spiritual and have social media, but it all comes down to the intent and the awareness of your wounds to do it differently.